Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Young American Pod. We are excited that you're joining us for this one. It's going to be a good one. I'll tell you this right now. We've been waiting for this episode for quite some time. Um, we are opening up the vault, and this is going to be the best of Quest stories. It is going to be wild and lots of laughs. Hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, if you guys want to reach out to us, we're on social. You can get us at Young American Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Or if you want to email us, you can uh, hit us at youngamericantalk at gmail.com. We are uh, excited that you're listening. Thanks for sticking with us. This is Young American. Where are my numbnuts? <laughs> yeah, where's your snacks? I'm snackless. I better not hear that ice. All right, then I'm just going to start it. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Britt, and this is a very, very special night because for the very first time on the Young American Podcast, we have all five guys sitting in the same room. I'm going to go around <laughs> clockwise here. My name is Britt. Next to me is Nathan. Hello. Chris. Chris. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start over. <laughs> do we hey. have to do this every time? Yeah, we got to do it every time. It's just helpful to differentiate our voices, yeah. right? My name's Britt. This is Nathan. Hello. Here's Chris. Hello. Andrew. Hey. And for the first time sitting with us in Lexington, Kentucky. Hey. What up? John hot Simon. boys. Hot boys. Hot boys. We on fire. <laughs> Let's go. Really quick. If you want to be a part of this conversation, you can join us at youngamericantalk at gmail.com. Or we also have some social media accounts on Twitter, Instagram. And if you would like to be our first TikTok follower, we're on TikTok. Oh, God, are we really? Young American Pod. Jack we, does TikTok. <laughs> Jack TikTok tie. <laughs> so uh, Tim Smith had a conversation with him. Shout oh, out Tim Schmeesh. Oh, Tim Schmeesh. He uh, is probably surfing on Lake Cumberland right now, but he noticed that our Twitter is Young Ameripod. <laughs> I forgot to say that it's not Young American. We've never tweeted, so I don't think it really matters. But The old Young Ameripod. He was like, <laughs> he was like is somebody impersonating them? <laughs> no, I don't think we're that big. We have a hater already. <laughs> Thailand is Oh, my God. There. So if you listen to the last episode, it was shout-out heavy. Chris, you and John, like after every <laughs> single person is mentioned, it's... Shout out this, shout out that pen, shout out this microphone. That's the joke. That's the joke. Shout, shout out Philippines. Out shout Nathan out Philippines. Like, shout out DK. <laughs> shout out Treasure Time. As long as it's intentional. <laughs> With that being said, I'd like to shout out Cameron Deckett, who uh, sent us an email. He sent us the screenshot that pops up when you Google Young American Male. Oh. <laughs> and it says something about not safe for work. No, it's like angry, angry American teens or something like that. Perfect. Ooh, I didn't, nice. He had the safe I, search still on. I couldn't click it because it was only the uh, screenshot. Was it like a plan to rush the Capitol? Something like that. Oh, boy. So, cut that. Shout out Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out plan. <laughs> so this week, we're going to be doing a little bit of a pivot. Maybe you've been expecting it, maybe you haven't, but um, we're going to be talking about stories about church. 
all of us grew up going to the same church. That's uh, a little bit of our background and how we know each other. And so we all went to a church. Do we say the name of it? It doesn't exist anymore. Just say it. <clears throat> but if you're going to call this episode Best of Quest. Yep. Yeah, it was called Quest. Yeah, it was called Quest. Okay, there you go. It was called mm-hmm. Quest. So this is called Best of Quest. A church we're just called be, Quest. And I'll be dead ass honest. I have no idea how to start this thing. The same way we do every pod where we like <clears throat> sit around and be like, we're off to a great start. <laughs> hey, you got a story, don't you? So who wants to start? Great question. Do we come out hot with a with a men's retreat one? <laughs> no. Yes. No, I, no. I got to ease into this one. Chris, give like a little oh. bit of background about what the feel of the church was. Yeah. Okay. So so this was a so we all have the shared history going to the same church. Uh, this was kind of birthed in the the mid late nineties where uh, tr- you know mega churches were starting to be born. But you started to see Christian culture like shift into this. Hey, we can be cool and relevant too. So we're gonna play relevant. This, what a this. great church word. <laughs> relevant music and sure. relevant teaching. What if we made a magazine out of that? Oh God. Uh, so shout out relevant. Shout out relevant, <laughs> <laughs> shout out relevant magazine. So they started saying, "Hey, well, you saw uh, like a bunch of Christian music come out. This is like th- this is a good topic just in general for." Like kids that grew up in very Christian households in the '90s, or, or like uh, homeschooled, I remember secular music is what it was like. Anything non-Christian was secular, and I remember telling a friend, "Oh, we don't listen to secular music in our house." As I'm probably Reese's age six, and they were like, "What is secular music?" And I was like, "Uh, devil, the de- what you're listening to right now." That was the first time you ever got a wedgie. Yeah. Wedgie burger. You loser. <laughs> you loser. A wedgie burger. So if you can think about it, uh, if you were to go there on a Sunday, it'd be theater seating, lights down low, fog machine, band on stage, drums, guitar, movie clips. You know, it was very artistically driven and built like that, you know, so... You've probably been to a church like this. Maybe you go to a church like this. Maybe you hate churches like this. And all five of us played music at Correct. the church. Yeah. We Correct. We did. So Some of us even <laughs> served on staff. Hello. <laughs> That's me. But so we were starting this brand new series, and we were going hard with the music. It's going to be a big light show, big, you know, marquee on stage. I was going to ask if you guys wanted to have a programming meeting for this. Yeah, let's <laughs> do it. I got a great 2B Max song to pitch um so this is a big weekend and i was like you know what i want to invite invite my buddy he uh was actually living with me at the time he's one of my roommates love the guy to death pretty rough around the edges just all all around pretty um amazing guy but just rough around the edges so i was like dude you got to come to this thing it's gonna be amazing i'm gonna be on stage me playing music it's gonna be rocking he's like okay i'll come so he ends up coming i'm on stage and i actually remember i texted you chris i was like dude um coming can you like find him and just like be with him like hang out because you all had met a couple times so you texted me he's like hey i found him he reeks of bourbon and i was like hey that's awesome that's who we want here sunday you know, morning not a big deal whatever but so we um we do the service it was i mean it was pretty rocking and uh afterwards i was looking for him and i was like oh i'd be interested to talk to him to see how he he didn't really grow up in the church scene and stuff like that couldn't find him anywhere and so I called him and I was like, dude, where are you? Uh, or, or I was just like, you know, I called him and I was like trying to find where he was. And he picked up the phone and it was just like, oh my God, T-Song, that shit was like 
fucking hard, dude. Like that shit went so hard. You were up there like playing guitar, man. That shit went hard, dude. That was fucking awesome, dude. I was like, oh, thanks, buddy. That's awesome. Hey, where are you, dude? Like, are you like, where are you? He's like, oh man, I'm in a van with a bunch of people back to my car. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, amazing, perfect. Because we used to shuttle people back forth to the church to find more parking spots. I'm just like, my buddy is just hammered, still hungover, and just cursing up a storm yes. with a bunch of church folks saying how awesome the service was. I was yeah, like, so that the, is amazing. The parking lot was oh, not man. big enough to, to handle the amount of people that they packed into this building. So they were shuttling people from the doorstep to like the Meyer parking lot or the you know Kroger that was next door. Which is funny because it's like a hundred yards. <laughs> no, <laughs> very true. Very true. What worship song do you think he was, <clears throat> that he referred to as going hard? Um, I'm almost positive it was probably Revolution. We should do like some odd. Oh, no, no, no. Point. Sorry. It could be it was, point of difference. No, it was not that. It was Ignite by Toby Mac. No, it was Ignition by Toby Mac. Oh, that was the first God. time we I'm ever fresh played out the Ignition. Kitchen. That one gives me nightmares, man. I, it took me. Thankfully, so it wasn't the one where Carson jumped out of a hole. Britain was on Screamboxing scream that. <laughs> <laughs> it has no memory of it. Yeah, that's scream one thing doing box. this pod. I realize how terrible all of our memories are. I can't tell Especially you. Especially you, too. Dude, I cannot tell you how much I have flushed from this. But yes, very, very like you would call it evangelical or seeker driven. We were big on inviting and getting people, getting butts and seats and things like that. Do you guys remember, are there any stories on like a Sunday morning, like programming level or something like that, where it was something that happened in the service that was just like, so like early, yes. So early days we used to, it was like, oh, well, we're talking about this topic. This movie is really popular right now, so let's play this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, or a clip of this movie. I remember one specific... Lots of Lord of the Rings <laughs> clips. Oh, I, I almost can't watch them now just because of that. It's <laughs> yeah. ruined it for me. No, uh, I want... Uh, it was a clip from... What's the one where... where uh, is it, it's Wedding Crashers at the beginning. You of love Shaka and old school. school. <laughs> it's old school. Oh, yes. yeah. Okay, so it's old school. So Vince Vaughn is getting married at the very beginning, and he's on stage. Will Ferrell. Yes, Will Ferrell. We played a clip from old school? Yes. In oh, yeah, so this is old. Oh, yeah. This is wow. like more than once. So we were playing this clip, and at this point, the technology had like had not advanced enough for you to record the clip and then snip it, or we were just basically like Humpty Dumptying our own tech in the back. We were there. too cheap to buy a <laughs> DVD ripper to, to get <laughs> the clip, so we just definitely. played it straight off Probably the DVD. We were like, hey, you we do can what you do need this. to do. This guy can is really skilled at pressing the mute button, so they were gonna <laughs> they were gonna play the clip live. And in this clip, uh, Will Ferrell's getting married, and Vince Vaughn is like his best man on the side being like, All right, let me be the first to say congratulations to you then. You get one vagina for the rest of your life. Real smart, Frank. Way to work it through. For whatever reason, we were we were, we were deleting the word vagina because he said... You're only going to have one vagina for the rest yes, of your life. Yes, you're only going to have one vagina for the rest of your life. Sorry, kids, earmuffs. And the person in the back... Uh, was supposed to mute it right at that word, and instead he mutes right before and after, so it just goes, <laughs> you idiot, you're only going, vagina! <laughs> so all of us are on stage like, oh, oh, oh! So I remember we would do these, uh, we would do these videos. We had one thing that we would do repetitively called Man on the Street, and that's where you just walk up and you're interviewing, you're just talk getting people just, Walk into their job or Think out of the show. Yeah, like late show interviews. Exactly, like, like a Jay Leno type callback. 
We went out yeah. to Hamburg, and it was like the only time that we could film was like in the middle of the day when everyone's at work, and uh, that was because like, you and I are like college students at the time. Yes, it's just a bunch of stay-at-home moms who are like going and shopping all day. So we're doing a series on money. And the question that we were asking people is, what would you do for $100? So we go out to a shopping strip oh boy. mall, and it's three oh, dudes, one with a camera and one with a microphone. And we're just walking. Pulling up in a van. You're talking about 10, 11 a.m. The only people that are out right now are stay-at-home moms whose kids are in school, and they're trying to go and do some shopping, you know, get their pedicure on, whatever. It takes us two to three people as we're shoving a mic in people's face and saying, hey, ma'am, what would you do for $100? <laughs> <laughs> and it just hits us like a ton of bricks. No, it didn't at all. We just were like, no one's wanting to talk to us. Hey, ma'am, what would you do for $100? Jeez. <laughs> okay. <My> this God. <laughs> guy? <laughs> well, we've got a van. Oh. I remember Rob looking at us and being like, oh, my. God, we're asking people what they want to do for a hundred dollars. <laughs> like we weren't some lowbrow just porn startup. Yeah, you're lucky y'all didn't get flashed that day. <laughs> this is going great. <laughs> this is going great. This is a good segue. Spe- speaking of uh, porn, we were doing. <laughs> well, just wait. Just wait. It gets. It, it gets there. That reminds there. me. Of- this this hits. Uh, Nathan, help, and you'll help me with the details, but um, Kids Quest, just just wait, everyone just wait. Kids Quest, oh God. <laughs> which is the kids program, obviously. Yeah. Just, just listen. <laughs> it, all co- it all comes back around. At the big, at the big fall festival, Palooza, there was a stage that was kind of for the kids area, and we, some of the musicians at the church. Kidsapalooza. Yep. Or form these fake bands that were sort of derivatives of bands that already existed. For example, not ri- derivatives as much as ripoffs. Yeah, ripoffs. But bo- I was a bonus brother. As was I. Nathan was a bonus brother. Which was a play on who? The Jonas the bonus brothers. Bonus brother. <laughs> the Jonas brothers. We kind of gave ourselves names. They didn't do that part for us, but like Bo Bonus and we're covering bonus, uh, Jonas Brothers songs. Uh, it's for the kids. It's always for the kids. And Nathan's sister was leave it was going to play like a similar part except instead of a band it was going to be just like a female lead singer type character think of like a like a Hannah Montana except the first name they picked for Laura to be was Alexis Texas <laughs> just which was just rhyming right yeah yeah and I, Hannah, Mo- Hannah Montana or Alexis Texas was Laura's yeah, they were just yeah. She right. you know, she was this state that rhymes with a girl's name, right? Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, Hannah Montana, Alexis Texas, and then so this this kind of has stands for a few weeks, and we're practicing, and Laura's doing her thing, and the Bonus Brothers are doing our thing, and then I forget who it was, but somebody, what dude? Yeah, I was gonna say somebody. What in, dude I remember who it was. Is like, somebody in programming uh, uh, said, "Hey, we have to make a minor adjustment. Bonus Brothers, you guys are fine. Um, Laura, we're gonna have to change your name." And she's like, "What's what's wrong with Alexis Texas? We don't want, we don't want to go Hannah Montana. You know, Hannah Montana's taken." And someone's like, "Yeah, we found out. It's been it's been made privy to us that <laughs> Alexis Texas is an adult film actress, like a popular a we- one, a well known adult film actress. Um, Shout out Alexis porn Texas. star. So, 
<laughs> we're gonna go ahead and say porn star. <laughs> and so, and we're all like, no, oh, oh, okay. And so she became, she went from Alexis, Texas, to Savannah, Montana. But they caught it before Kids of Palooza came around, which would have been hilarious if someone complained at Kids mm. of Palooza oh, about man. Alexis, Texas, because mm. you're like, oh, wait, you know. You they know. brought we, this porn star in for this kids event. <laughs> it would have been packed. We need to post. Packed. I mean, honestly, honestly, we need to post on our Instagram or something the the picture. We went out and did, like, band photos for the Bonus Brothers, like, as promo for it, like, because, you know. Real bad. We tell probably, them, we tell probably, people where we did it. We probably had, like, Toby Mac, Need to Breathe, whatever, playing that year. And... Um, so we went to the Lexington airport. We, we have a cop friend who got us in there and we did like all these like cool band pictures, but it was supposed to be like, Hold on. like cool. getting off. Cool. Yeah. No, <laughs> I say cool very, very loosely. Quote unquote. So, so they were like, Hey, get dressed up like rock stars and we <laughs> will post a picture of what we look like. Cause there's some band photos out there. It's like, we had never seen anybody dress in any clothes whatsoever. <laughs> it was June nightman, And we have scarves. Scarves, Winter scarves, huge, and sunglasses. huge sunglasses on, and like I had, I was wearing suspenders. It was like the weirdest. You probably looked just like the Jonas Brothers. No, the Jonas Brothers looked fine. They looked like they, they looked, were hot. Yeah, they we were, were good looking. Not good looking. Luke we Marshall, if you're listening, you know you were wearing it because Luke Marshall was the one of the, one of the four bonus brothers. I'm trying to think of like another state that rhymes with a girl's name. Oh, dude, I can't do it. I've been sitting yeah. there trying to think of it right now. You know, I was thinking about Cuesta Palooza. The today. Bonus Brothers and Seattle Slew. <laughs> it's amazing that we were able to, just a testament to just regular human beings that know jack about nothing, that we were able to pull off a quote-unquote music festival just out in the lawn. That was like... I mean, I'm, We've referenced it on here before, yeah, but Cuesta Palooza was a one-day event. It started after the last service of church that day so it probably started at like one o'clock 1 30 if if big deal was going a long time and um and uh and it was crazy because it was Shout it, out we, big deal we were asking <laughs> we were asking the city to come to this quote-unquote festival that was 1 to 11 p.m it was like 1 p.m to 11 p.m and we had three bands like it was like and not much else like, like okay? imagine going to a Ooh. concert and getting there at one o'clock and it's three bands which is a normal a normal show and we expected people to be there from like one to midnight. I just remember inviting people to that, like, hey, it's uh, hot. We're we're having Crystal Lewis and Tate come. And you're like, who's Crystal Lewis? And what is Tate? <laughs> we did get some pretty impressive <laughs> artists to come. Like to be honest, like I mean, I mean, Switchfoot was there. Oh, Lecrae, Lecrae was in like his Switch. prime. Yeah. Dude, Chris Anderson, God bless him. You and I were in. Tri- yeah. in- we were entrusted because hey, we're in the middle of entrustment season. <laughs> hey, right entrustment season. Is that a word? Entrust? No. Well, interest is entrustable is not, and it's tattooed on my f-ing arm. <laughs> oh man, how many people do you think have tattoos? I'm gonna give you all a word There's today. A lot. <laughs> I'm gonna give everyone a word tonight. I'd like you not to. On a stone. We would often that Janet Pape cleaned. <laughs> there are a lot of encouragement <laughs> sessions, retreats. I mean, if you grew up in the church, you probably experienced this. But you got lots of like encouraging words. I remember given that, to you. that first year. Like, we were trying to keep bands under wraps. We were asking everybody. And if you can imagine just he and I, like, Googling agents' numbers or, like, asking just anybody we could to try and find out. You're just, like, cold calling people? Oh, Uh, yeah, dude. You got bands there? Cold calling agencies. Cold calling, like, when you scroll down a website and there, like, might be a number at the bottom. Sending emails. And, like, when we landed our first artist, who was Crystal Lewis... 
Bless her. He like, rest in we're, peace. We're in a we're in a car in a parking lot, and he's she's like, alive. She died. He's like, hey man, sh- uh, we've got our first. Oh, I think I can tell you, we've got our first artist, and he like starts to lower his voice like this. We're in a car. <laughs> he's like, so the first band that we've got coming to Cuesta Palooza is gonna be Crystal Lewis. <laughs> and I no joke looked at him dead in the eyes. I said. Who's Crystal? Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's like tapped into your muffler, like they've got Crystal. They got Crystal. <laughs> Man, I remember. So we would have two or three bands every year, but for some dumb reason, Chris loves this story. We would do. It was somebody thought it was a great idea to do. Hey, we're a bunch of no talent ass clowns, you know, playing music. Oh, I love a, this story. Every <laughs> Sunday, you know what we'll do. We'll get all of the songs that people have liked the most, and we will call it the best of Quest. And for uh, we'll do a thirty-minute, forty-minute set out on the stage with all of us, just no talent, but, Joe Schmo. But no, because they were songs that we had played yeah. in correct. church. Yeah, that's, correct. Over that's the important. Past year, so they were they were current songs. So if you're thinking like two thousand and three, two thousand to two thousand and five, or when it, whenever it was, mm-hmm. that would have been like. Nickelback, Lincoln Park. Yes, exactly. Seether. <laughs> did we play that? We never played Seether. Hinder. Hinder. We'll get to Hinder. Sorry, Seether. Well, like Nathan said, we had zone. a lot of time. A lot of time to fill that day on programming. But it so was we had like, to figure out something. These were it was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get our the 20 people that play on the music team. And we'll, since, you know, they'll, uh, there'll be drums two guitars, a bass, keys, a couple singers. But we'll cycle through this. So it was like a revolving door of people oh, yeah. up there. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just, hey, we're going to get the best of the best, and they're going to learn. It was that. not the best of quests. Yo, you're right. Out. It was the worst. Oof. And there was very little rehearsal for this. It so, was like, you all have played this before. You know how to. Exactly. Like, so I remember the one thing that I was given was I was going to play guitar for the butt rock anthem what is it? I don't even know what it's called. Saving me. Oh, yeah. Saving me Nickelback. by Nickelback. And I was like, gee, thanks for picking me. <laughs> First off. But it was fine, you know, and we I remember we practiced it up, and on the day of it's blazing heat. That song was like at the bottom of the set, and I go on and nobody was bringing their own stuff. It was like, hey, we're gonna get one guitar and you guys will just hop on and cycle through this thing. I'm, it's like the sixth song in the set or whatever, and I get on and Lee McClure was had his flying V, his red flying V out there, and that's the guitar I was going to play. And so, like, it's a mad dash as nobody's standing in front of the stage. Or, or were there even people standing in front of the stage? No. I don't even know. It's probably just like... A whole field of people that came to our event. And George some, Vickers w- Were you couch. playing drums? No, I was not. Maybe it was Abbott. So whoever the drummer is, and I know I'm playing lead guitar on this Nickelback song. And I run out there, hey, good job, thanks. And I go, and I put Lee's guitar on as he's clicking (laughs) off. And I look down (laughs) at the guitar, (laughs) and there are three strings. (laughs) There's supposed to be six. Yeah, those are you musicians. Non-musicians. You don't know, every guitar has six strings. And I look down, and I'm just thinking, how in God's name am I going to play this solo?
said you put it on as you heard the... Trying to do the math in your head, just like... Octaves, 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 octaves. Like the the other three strings have broken. They're just hanging off the flying V. Do you remember which like, three were left? I think I had the G, the B, and then the E. And what song? High or low? <laughs> so what what song did he play before that he just like? I can't even remember. Shredded. Thunderstruck. I, was so, God. I thought I was like, this would probably be more effective if I just destroyed this flying <laughs> V up here, like Cobain or something. So one year, um, I got the distinct privilege of being uh, a band liaison. So one of the bands that came into play, um, I was like gonna like you know host them the day during the day, make sure they were where they needed to be, they had food, all that stuff. And um, needless to say, they weren't like overly excited to be there. Um, I you know am like greeting them at the airport super early in the morning, just like oh my gosh, you guys were so pumped that you're here, and they're just like, where's our bus? Get me out of here. I don't care. But so we had a guy who was like part of my team and he was going to be kind of like running security during the day. And that essentially is just like kind of standing outside their van or standing outside their green room and stuff like that. And this dude, again, pretty rough around the edges, very rough around the edges, actually covered head to toe in tattoos all over his body. And he comes up to me and goes, hey, dude, can you do me a favor today? Cutlass is like one of my absolute favorite bands. When I was having a real hard time in prison, man, Cutlass is what got me through, got me to the Lord. Can you like introduce me to them? And like, I could like get to talk to them and stuff. I was like, Hey dude, I'll like see what I can do. You know, they're not like really trying to hang out and stuff like that, but you know, let me see what I can do. This is the beginning of the day. Day goes on and he, every time he sees me, he keeps asking me and I'm just like, Hey dude, I'm, I'm, I'll see what I can do. Can't really promise you anything. So it's coming towards the end of the day and, uh, they haven't played their set yet. And we are like upstairs in our in our building, and this guy is standing outside of their green room, just kind of watching over it. Doors closed, the band's inside. I get a call from their like tour manager, and so I just like kind of go down the hallway and around the corner, and the guy's like, "Hey, dude, there's been like a last second change. I need the band in the bus down on on the stage immediately because we're about to do like a meet and greet thing, and then they're going to go on stage. So it was supposed to be like 30 minutes later. Like, no, I need them right now." Like, go and get them and force them into the van. I was like, okay, I'm on it. Cool. Hang up the phone. I turn around to go back into the room, and the guy that's supposed to be security outside the door is not there, and the door is open. So I'm just like, oh, interesting. I wonder where he is. I go inside. This dude has taken off almost all of his clothes, and he's just standing there <laughs> talking to these guys who are super not interested. And he goes, yeah, this here's like a Cutlass tattoo, and this is like one of your lyrics of your song, and this is like a ram's head. And he's just like showing them all these tattoos, and I'm just like, hey, dude, I need you to put your clothes on and get the band into the van, because we got to go right now. Just like first step, though, put some clothes on. And I'm just like, why are you naked? Why are you naked right now and showing them your tattoos? And so... Were they interested in looking at them? None. They were just like, oh, that's cool, dude. And like, they weren't even like up by him. They were just like sitting on couches and he's just standing there giving them a, like a lap dance of like, look at all my tattoos. And I was just like, bro, mission failed. He had one job to do and that it was not, not be naked. One of the last Quest of Blues we did, we had a very, very popular Christian band. I guess I could say it, Switchfoot, right? Oh, and yeah. And... They just kind of had in their contract, like they play, they play to, to Christian and secular audiences, and it's kind of just like in their contract that, like, when they headline, they're the last thing to go on. And our and our, at Quest of Palooza, obviously, it's an outreach event. Our pastor like to kind of get up and give like some sort of a 
20 to 30 minute like here's sermon. Why you're here. Yeah, glad you're here. Here's why you're here. And if you want to, you know, come receive Christ, you can come do that. And Switchfoot had in their contract like nothing goes on after them, like uh, anything like that for for like 30 minutes or an hour or something like that. And and it wasn't like malicious or anything, but like basically they would end and then we wouldn't be able to do that because people would leave. So they had Aniran, our worship director at the time, hop up there and start playing some Switchfoot songs. Immediately. Oh. Immediately after they ended, he starts playing the song they closed with Oof. on acoustic guitar by himself. God Oof. love him. Like he did the best he could, but Oof. like people are leaving and he's he's playing a wet, less mixed version on Oof. acoustic of the song they just ended with. Dare you to move again. <laughs> and and the hopes people would like want to stay for that. And that's it was it was kind of a nightmare, you know, as far as like the outreach of it goes. You just watched it kind of plummet. Oh but, I remember their guitarist, we were walking him back to the their bus because they got off stage and they got back in the bus. They were parked in the back. And he was like opening the door and he it was me and S B standing next to him. And he opens the door and starts to step in, and he kind of looks up like he hears it. And he's like, "Is that our song?" We're like, "Yeah." Oh. And he go and he goes, "Wow, that's weird." <laughs> and they just step, just disappears. Wow, just steps back in. I hope they've never forgotten that. Y'all are weird people. <laughs> that's like yeah. part of their stories when they do pods. Like, yeah, they, like, remember that one time we played a show and that Joker came up and played one of our songs. And Aniron, Aniron's one of the most talented musicians oh I've ever heard. Gosh. So it wasn't like, a, but it was just you know you. If for those of you who aren't musical, when you just plug in a random acoustic guitar and just start singing, it's not mixed. There was no sound check. Hopefully, it had more than three strings. Yeah, and and he's doing the best he can. The band like hops oh, up on gosh. stage behind him and is like, oh. "Dude, you got to do like just trying so hard to like get in rhythm with him." And, and thankfully, Aniron is just so like positive. He's just like, "I got it. I'm gonna crush oh, this. Yeah. I got it." He was the perfect person to oh, have to do that. Like, Nathan and I were Aaron. trying to figure out or talking about. Whether or not he came up with that idea, or someone suggested, oh. someone from above was like, "Oh no, no, no!" He, it was someone from no, above. somebody from above for sure said, "Hey, go and out there and play God. either oh, yeah. a Switchfoot song or go play something." And the first, either the first thing he came up with or the was the last thing he heard. Well, thirty the, seconds I, prior, oh, well, you're so to, his I, I, to yeah, to go I, back to the contract, what it was was they. I if I remember this right, I think that was the loophole that it had to be they couldn't have they wouldn't endorse somebody to come up and speak directly after them right. hmm. it had to be music music it had to be like another act or hmm. something that was the loophole and so they were like best of everybody's life. here to see switchfoot so what should we do when they end so that big deal can get up here and do this thing oh a shitty do. we'll do more switchfoot because people are here to see switchfoot so then that's what we'll do yeah. wow and and it wasn't a secret like it was like we're sitting here talking about it i had nothing to do with these contracts nor did anyone else in this circle so like it was kind of told to the volunteers which were all you know members of the church or whatever so they're like you need to try and keep people here and nine's gonna do his best to like keep the people interested Oof. in music <laughs> And like we need to keep people here so that we can actually have this moment. That we, accent, you guys like, aren't leaving, are you? <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Alexis Texas is about to go on. Do the ping pong ball. Bonus. 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 <laughs> Chris My is God, talking about so... ping pong. Have <laughs> <laughs> you that South Park? No, like, no. There's at least two other really good musical stories on here. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind us doing this. I mean, yeah, yeah. We can go back inside the building. Did you want to transition to something else? Britt, actually, there was one year where you and I were entrusted to host this competition. It was essentially a local 
version of American Idol, which was huge at the time. It yeah, so th huge. this was at a point we were trying to draw out the day, right. and as years continued, we were like figured out better ways to go rather than like let's just have sell popcorn and have Tate. Right. So we um, we kind of organized this competition across the city, and and it was like mildly successful. But the best part about it was we did all this planning. We got all these things like in line. We branded it. We got this like, you know, promo video out into the world about like, hey, all you talented singers and Made stuff up. like that out in the city. We're going to be hosting this competition. You're going to get a chance. The winner was going to get to perform in front of all of these thousands yes. of people. I think it was actually the year that Switchfoot was there. Correct. So there were a lot of people there. So it's like you could win an opportunity to perform in front of all these people. I think there was maybe some sort of monetary something. Either way. We do all this promotion. We get all this stuff out there. We print these things, and these big banners. We get this promo. I think we bought some like TV airtime. And our sweet friend DK, who just has a way with words. We were at, we made that stage. Do you remember we had this oh, awesome yeah. stage and a set and a set? And we went to all these different events. Mm -hmm. We went to the UK camp out. We went to the mall. We you know what my favorite one places. was? Was when we went to Fazoli's in the middle of the day, and no one except for to Will Solomon. What? No, to have the Solomon. auditions. No. Oh, you brought the stage it was to like Fazoli's? It was like open mic, okay. come and you went to the mall. Sean, you went to the mall, Sean right? Kirk and my dad were the only <laughs> oh, ones yeah. that you got American you Pie. Got, you got to post the video on that of, of Clay saying oh, very goodbye. It is we were at the mall. So we're at the mall about that. to do... It was like... The mall was like the inaugural one, yeah, which yeah. is when Daniel Griffin came and sang, and he ended up like Wait. actually on uh, American the Void. Idol. No, he was on The Voice. Okay, you're right. But so we do this whole deal and our friend dk there is no other like dk he's just like tell him about the logo so the logo is kind of so the the competition we decided to call it the fame and the, it's kind of like marquee letters um you know like light bulbs like within the letters but the the just letters like were american all, idol has the microphone as the eye yeah or their old one we had a guy kind of standing an with iron this, like, one yeah, it was an iron he had his hand up in the air with a microphone kind of like whoo like i did it and i'm famous legs, like shoulder width apart and he's making the, the a the a and so we have this big old stage and these big old banners and dk just walks up to me and brent and goes oh looks good what's the f me <laughs> <laughs> we both just look at it and standing there the all set in front of them all we were like Oh my God! It does say the F me. It says the F me in big, big, bright letters. It's not an obvious A. Like a, a Niren's silhouette not was, was not an obvious A. But legs weren't that, wide enough. How did that get through so many different people looking oh, at that and were like, "Oh, know, it's, great. it's great." Well, I designed it. I'm just saying. How I mean, your, I, how I was your kerning it. on it? It was excellent, excellent kerning. Thank you very much. Hey, but yeah, just one of those things where you're just going, "Man, we just totally botched that one. Absolutely botched it." Hey, all you kids, come up here. Be a part of the F me. Again, kind of like saying what we do for $100. Whoever wins gets to star with Alexis Texas in the video. God. Yikes. Yikes. Who, who manages the, my the social for pod. the pod? Not I. Anyone who wants to. I'm just thinking about, I'm just thinking about oh. pick, any visuals that are referenced. Yes, it, we, we got to get these visuals yeah, up. Right now, all there is is Soup the Dog. <laughs> Next to the demon or just by itself? Oh, yeah. He's, no, on, no, no, he's, he's up there. there. So the one thing about this church is... Yes, it was it was highly dysfunctional. And looking back, there was there was some definite 
definite just insanity that went on there. But there was also there was a portion of it where they really reached out to the how do you say it the not the sober community but the <laughs> recovery community. Yes, the recovery community, and they had they actually had a, one of the best parts of the church was they had started this recovery ministry that met on Thursday nights. So those people kind of then became a part of the church. They would come and they, and they would get themselves plugged into a, a group or something and and serving roles, and those people were big parts of the church. It was so, like one of the last driving things yeah. that occurred. And they had every type of—so you had— you know, alcoholics to long, long-standing drug addicts that were, that had recovered and found sobriety and found, um, you know, Christ. And so uh, some of these people, to say the least, were a little bit rough around the edges. So you just had a, a nice amalgamation of people. So I remember after one of the first, I remember playing drums, one of the more, one of the louder human beings that you've, you've ever seen or met. But he, I remember seeing him, and I was, like, passing by, and he was just, like, grabbed me. He's like, hey, man, uh, hey, I, I know your mom. Like, Just picture like, a dude that you would see in a bar fight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, picture the guy in Happy Gilmore that's like. Is this your ball? Yes, it is. It struck my foot. Mr. Larson. Yes, Mr. Larson from Happy Gilmore. You can count on me. You could count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. I, that's not fair. I had to hit it off Frankenstein's fat foot back there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Barnhill. How am I supposed to chip? <laughs> I saw two big fat naked bikers off 18. Real in. <laughs> so Barnhill grabs me randomly. He's like, hey, hey, man. Uh, I know your mom. And I'm just like, oh, first, like, startled by him. Don't hurt me. <laughs> He's like, I was like, oh, uh, uh, okay. And my, Britton and I, our parents are from Southern California. They migrated wet, they migrated east from Southern California, never lived a day of their teenage years in, uh, in Kentucky. Hey, man, I know your mom. We went to high school together. I was like, oh, my my mom went to high school in California. Oh, oh no, man. Uh, you, is there somebody who looks like you? <laughs> like, what? I have an identical twin brother. Yeah, man, I know his mom. <laughs> I was like, he, we have the same. I think his mom went to high school in California, too. Oh, no, man. Is there, is there another another person who looks like you? Plays guitar? Andrew Denmark? Yeah, man, I know his mom. We used to party together. <laughs> awesome, man. <laughs> that like, makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> I high-fived him and walked away. Thank goodness Gordon came in and swept her off her feet. Great impression. Also flirting with uh, Dave Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> a tongue tongue can't work in the Pierce impression. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were from the same. I'll mow your mom. <laughs> Dude, you're, you're in the... In the Previous pod, the Dave Pierce, was it the previous one? Yeah. De it's dead on. It is dead. <laughs> I think it might be you. Hey, hey man. You want me to smack you in the mouth? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to smack you in the like mouth? Like the word cuts off. You all sound like you're getting ready to vomit. Yeah. Like, I don't. Smack you in the mouth. It's, uh, it's like you're forcing like... everything you can out of your throat. All right. Let's move into another topic student ministry. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We. Oddly enough, that we all did that too. We were all a part of student ministry. Andrew didn't technically. Right? They bring in. Well, he just said he was a bonus brother. Yeah, it's student ministry. You didn't have to do student ministry. He was on the team or whatever. He came to the verge. So 
one year we decided to go real big with our like summer camp experience for these kids. This is a point where me and Britt are both serving with our students. Right on. So we, um, this is the first year we're doing this big summer camp at Myrtle Beach, which is a pretty big deal for us. And, and we got a bunch of kids there and stuff like that. Dude, I have... I have dreams still to this day about the birch. Like, if it's like a, nightmare dreams. Yeah, nightmare dreams. If it if life is really really stressful, it will manifest itself as the verge. As the verge. Did you ever go to the Do verge, Chris? You, I, I, yeah, you I, played that. I, I think I'm the only one who never went. I went to yeah. the verge. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. What did I miss? Well, wait, wait. Here's what you missed. Dude, the inside was... of a hotel room. Demon? For seven days. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh man. Oh. The, ah, yeah. Are you saying I mean, you didn't like the verge? I enjoyed it a lot. I had fun. Did you really? Yeah, but I also had it made. I, all I had to do was play music. Oh, I didn't have to have the, kids. The, the time that we went, I, I had that was fun. I had decent fun. I never saw the beach. I saw the beach for maybe thirty minutes. Because he didn't go down there. I think in the <laughs> in the <laughs> three three or four years that we did the Verge, I think I might have saw the beach like for a collect during oh. during suntan hours during the day. I think I might have saw the beach like a collective three hours. Have I told oh, you? okay. So, so have you heard about when my penis bled? <laughs> no, cut bled, cut bled, cut bled, leave penis. <laughs> no, for real though. Just real quick, I was trying to. I was. It was hard because like not my penis. <laughs> It's just Diamond Kids Quest. (laughs) Cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. Um, No, I was, I was like trying to be healthy because like it's tough because like you're eating camp food basically, even though we're staying in a hotel and and all this stuff. And and I was drinking lots of tea with honey. And I was like, I just need to, I need to make sure that I'm like exercising. So I tried to go for a run on the beach after. I just didn't, I wasn't really like, I've never really been that athletic. And I was wearing my swim trunks, ran into the ocean. I was like, I'm just going to run a mile on the beach. And I ran, I ran like half a mile and then half a mile back. And I, I went back to my hotel room and my penis was bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why am I in so much pain? And I looked down is the netting from the stupid swim trunks. Amazing. Oh, gosh. You ran Amazing. Yes, with no shoes either. It was bad. Oh, you Jeez. used the built-in underwear that well, was getting you? What's funny is a bunch of a bunch of like kids followed me. They're like, let's all run. And they're like running with me and running back. And I'm like, I'm like I gotta go back to my room. <laughs> like, limping back to my room. They followed the trail of blood. Yeah. You're doing that, I was like, getting in the shower and let like cold water run all over me. <laughs> so the very first year, it's funny, you talk about being stressed. You probably felt more stressed than anyone. I've, I've no, If we have a horrible, horrific run at work, I will dream about the verb. Oh, my God. So <laughs> That's how it comes out. That's amazing. So I think I've, I've brought this up with you. I don't know if I've brought it up with anyone else. This is the last night, the very last night of the very yeah, first Verge. Yeah, is this verge. your story right here that you wrote here? Britain is on the verge of killing someone? Yeah. What is this? So we finish, and so it's Friday night. It's the last night of the whole thing. Me and Britt like worked our ass off all week and stuff like that, but it's the last night. Everything's done. The last, it, it is the last night, and we have packed up the stage. We've packed up all the gear. Everything is in the trucks. We oh, are ready to go. Exactly. And this is probably two or three in the morning, probably. All the kids are hopefully you know back to sleep and stuff like that. And you and I and probably a handful of other guys were the last in the room to pack up all of our gear, all like the cables and staging and all that stuff. And so everyone goes back up to Brad's room for a celebratory pizza party. And you and I are like wrapping stuff up and we have to move our box truck from like this, you know, parking lot thing just out to the road so that the next morning when all the kids wake up, 
where we pack up with the trucks, you know, all, all of them <laughs> in the bus and then we go. So you and I are in this box truck. Liz, your wife, has given you a celebratory box of cinnamon toast crunch. As like a way to go, Britt, you did it. Enjoy and gorge on this box of cinnamon toast crunch. So you have that in between us, and I you cannot believe how much I've just flushed. Yeah. I don't no memory of that. You are pulling this. You are oh, like parking the box truck on the street, and you back it up, and then all of a sudden you just hear this, and we we're just like, "What the f was that? Did we just like kill someone?" And we get out the truck. I felt a jolt. It was. And you have hit this huge tree. Low lane, low the, limb, yeah. The box truck is like super dented on top, and it's like completely jacked up. And this is literally the last thing that we have to do. Yes. And you look up at it, and you do that thing when you get real mad, and you stick your bottom jaw out, <laughs> and you're just like... and But you didn't curse. You were holding a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and you just like full on, just like in the end zone, Gronkowski just... Boom! Slam this thing <laughs> on the ground. Cinnamon Toast Crunch explodes everywhere. And then I'm just like, what do I say? Peace like, of monkeys. Yeah, I'm just like, what do I say? He's so mad. I'm just like, oh, dude, that sucks. And you're just like, let's go, dude. Come on. Like, let's get out of here. And I'm just like, oh, shit. I don't know if I've Bless seen you heart, much, Brad. much matter. Heart. That was a tough, tough way to end the That was like, like, if you're moving... If you were to like move all of your shit out of your house and then clean it from top to bottom, spotless, and then like you walk out and it just gets set on fire. Ugh. It was just like that was you're right. It was the last thing we had to do. And then like I remember even afterwards, there was like some sort of like we gotta figure out like rental insurance on this truck. Did and like did you have to pay damage or it like it was kind of like a deal. It was bad. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was really the shitty. The year that, that I, I don't think I ever went with you. I, I never, drums. I went the second year not like leading anything. I went and filmed it all. Yeah, and uh, you were playing drums and okay, Nathan, you a, were leading it. I played, I went two years. See, I don't want to tell too much of this because I feel like we're, we're bringing Britain into a dark place. No, you're fine. <laughs> there was a, Sweet dreams tonight. Like, yeah, he still has stress dreams like, about it. It's gonna be like some, <laughs> no, no, it's, you're good. There was some hardcore just psychological. Oh, dude, it was the, that was that like was going yeah, on that was that. like the peak of abuse was right there. Ooh. I remember when Big Deal came one one year. He came <laughs> as we're talking about all these bands. He came with his own friggin' rider, and it was like he has to have this type of stuff. Purple they, drink. To his had, to his own church's yes youth it was, yes. It was around yeah. the time his book came out so it was like he was kind of he has it was like it, a so, speaking engagement. So Chris, her she was like running around. The, is it was it in Myrtle Beach? Is that where? Yeah, yeah. It was she was running around the Myrtle Beach area for almost a full day looking for this specific water that he had to drink. It was whatever Fiji or whatever it was because he liked the bottle. Like he didn't like these these kinds of waters because the the bottles crackle and he liked this one so she was like they don't and she's from <laughs> they I don't, don't know michigan they, they don't have it. i i don't know i can't find it anywhere oh wow your <laughs> mouth is opening so big it's, you, it's not minnesota it's michigan it's michigan there's i'm no, a youper you're no a youper you're a youper and when we get together we do our youper call <laughs> Hey, shout out Barnyard Playhouse. Yeah. <laughs> hey, cheese. You want to go to the Barnyard Playhouse? Yeah, but that was, there was somebody like Dan, a, Danny or somebody came with them and 
he literally had us rearranging his GD hotel room. Yeah. Probably six times because he didn't like the feng shui of it because he was writing his book at the time and he had to have it. The sun had to hit him in a certain way while he was. I remember when you came the second year. Meanwhile, I'm icing that, my uh, penis and my. <laughs> <laughs> Spitting out blood. It's ex it's what happened to the church in general. Our church in general sure. was that it was it. There's all so much good stuff going on and. Once it started getting successful, quote unquote, like once like the seats are filled and, you know, people are talking and we're in magazines and like our album has a song on the chart or whatever, like all of that happens. And it's just you see certain people kind of, see, I guess, in a, it's like that you see them step into a new light. Mars Hill for those of you that are triggered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think The Verge for was for sure it was it was the most successful thing he did in his ministry at this church. And there's so much pressure on him for that. I, I feel for oh, him in that because he put pressure on everybody beneath him because of that. But well, hurt people, hurt people, yeah. and abused people, abused people. But he was such a weird individual, just in general, because he <sighs> claimed to see into the spiritual realm a lot, and he was just like, <laughs> like brought people to pray. And I'm not denying that that stuff is real or that it happens. But I remember he brought some people. So that they would pray over the room, and like I remember walking in one time, and they're just like, <laughs> "We're holding it back." Yes, we're up. And there was a oh, yeah. guy outside, like doing some Hawaiian, like uh, <laughs> yes, I remember that. Oh, there's a luau, yeah. like over the every rainbow. beach. Like if you yeah. go to Hawaii or Florida, anywhere, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna have a luau night, and we're gonna roast a pig." Yeah, and, and they were like pushing it back, like it was. The <laughs> The under what was the what's the Stranger Things the, the upside down it was the upside down like Vecna. creeping in like he was just like yeah we're taking care of it like arms <laughs> spread like pushing it out like get it out of here before are, the kids are kids around when this is happening no it was no. like before the kids came in but they were like praying it out I missed a lot I, it was just, it was oh, bizarre man. but so the best part was I think it was after the second year. All the the students that went, they they were like, "Hey, let's get them back before like the eleven fifty five service. We'll all sit in the student section. It'll be awesome." And one year, Clayton King was like a guest speaker, and so he had preached all weekend. And then the, during the last service, all the kids were there, and he goes, "Hey, I just heard all the kids came back from Murray Beach at the Verge. Verge, where you at?" And all the kids, "Woo for the Verge!" Blah blah blah. Super tired. And Clayton goes, "Yeah, man, the Verge. That's awesome. You know what's funny? The Verge." The Verge. That's what they used to call me in high school because I was a virgin. The Verge. <laughs> and all the kids were just like, woo! Where it's like, oh. I'm a, I'm What's a virgin? virgin? What's a virgin? And it was like, whoops. Clayton King just like shat all over yes. that whole thing. <laughs> Nathan's sitting there icing his... Dude, you got to tell they were we were going out. It was a it was a trip. We went on a road trip and we went and served and, and we were going and looking for things, cleaning up trash. We were in my new hometown of Atlanta. So I think this was only middle school kids. Okay, because I wasn't there. Because you were not there. This so, is road trip. This was road trip. Yeah. That's right. Um, so was I was a part of like the group of like leaders that were like there with probably fifty or sixty middle school kids, and the idea was really like we're going to go on this road trip and we're going to stop in these different places and do like these community service projects and stuff like that, and so we were staying in. It was kind of like an office Detroit. building. No, no, no. This was in Atlanta. We were in an office building, and all of these kids are like in sleeping bags. We're all on the same floor, but it's like the 
after our first day, we went out and we were like picking up trash around Atlanta. And so everyone gets back and um, we're kind of like doing this like, hey, tell me about your day. What did you all? And then someone's like, what's like the grossest thing you guys ever found? Someone's like, I found like a poopy diaper and I just found like a bunch of trash. And this one girl who's like clearly is going to be like, I'm going to say something that's going to just shock and awe everyone. She stands up. So all these kids are saying like. I found the poopy diaper and I found this like old moldy thing. This girl stands up and goes, oh yeah, I found a used douche. And everyone's just like, and until so like, you can tell like half of the kids are like, oh, oh man, a used douche. And then the other half of the room is just like, what the fuck did yeah. she just say? How did she, like, what's happening? And then what's, said, what's she said, at that moment, little no, when it really would have exploded was later that night. So all the kids, we were in this weird like office building space, but I think it was a church, like a church had a, a floor of it. But the only place that you could shower was on the basement floor where there was like a gym inside the building. And so you would like kind of like take, you know, like a group of, of four and then like they all have their own separate showers and stuff like that. And so it was the end of the night. And I remember it was like me and like maybe Dusty and Mel and, and someone else. And we all went down. Finally, all the kids have taken showers and they're they're in um, asleep. And we went down there. and We all got to have our, our own shower. And we then decided we wanted to try and find something to eat. Like they were like, there's certainly like vending machines in this building. So we decided to get off on the first floor and we step out of the elevators and then like all of a sudden the uh, like alarms start going off and we're just like, oh, we're in the middle of Atlanta. So we like scurry back in the elevators, we go back up and we get back up to our level and Mel D just looks at me and just goes, guys, 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 I can't find my panties. <laughs> <laughs> like somewhere along the way, uh, she's like dropped them somewhere. And again, I was just kind of thinking like, she's gonna be walking around and be like, oh, what's this? A panty? Oh! It just head explodes. Like never experienced anything of the female anatomy uh, ever. Is that the the movie theater? Is, is he was he the one that, that was, was there? That, that was. That's a that's a youth story. Yeah, Do you know yeah, the movie just... you went and saw? No, you got to tell that one. Out of time. So. In time. In time. Out was of, it in time? Out of time. in out of time in time. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. So. Me and my, at the time, girlfriend, Natalie, we had uh, the day off on Monday, and we were hanging out, and we were like, hey, let's go see a movie, and um, it was like a dollar movie theater, which like I don't even know it exists anymore, but so we were about to ready to leave the house, and I opened the fridge, and there were like three beers, there's like three beer bottles, and, uh, and I was like, hey, just grab the beers, and we'll bring them into the movie, no one's going to be there, and we're like, okay, whatever, so we go to this movie, and of course, there's nobody there, and we sit down, and I remember pulling the three beers out of her purse. Excuse me. The three beers out of her purse. Out of her what, John? <laughs> God. Hey, yeah. um, I pull the three beers out of the purse and I put them on the floor. And right when I like sit back up, I hear, oh, it's John. What's up, Mr. John? Blah, blah, blah. And I turn around and this group of like 10 kids from the youth ministry are there. And at the time, me and Natalie are actually both still like doing stuff, um, leading teens and stuff. And we're just like, oh, that's the worst. Hey, guys. And I was just like, don't touch the beers leave the beers like don't touch them and so of course they come and sit right in front of us and i was like awesome these kids are essentially on our date so uh we are watching the uh, cinematic masterpiece in time featuring justin timberlake and about 20 minutes in i'm just like this is one of the worst movies i've ever seen so i lean over to natalie i was just like 
let's get out of here. This movie sucks, man. Let's, let's go. So he's just like, okay, let's go. So I stand up and turn to my left, and Natalie does the same. And as we do that, we kick the beer bottles over. <laughs> and we're in this movie theater, and you just hear this ping, 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 and just rolling. And I'm just like, Natalie, go. Like, just keep go. Run. Walk, walk, walk. Go, 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 go. So we just leave. So then that Sunday, uh, we were at church, and one of the kids that was there, his name was... He came up to me. He was like, dude, where were you? Like, we, we thought you were sitting right behind us. Why'd you leave the movie? I was like, dude, that movie sucked, man. That was so stupid. He goes, yeah, it was pretty dumb. Oh, hey, you forgot your beers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. And how old was he at the time? I mean, like he was in grade. middle school. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was pretty young. You forgot your beers. You forgot your beers. Yeah, he and his like eight friends were just like, you're okay, going to find out one drink. What if you find out that the first beer he ever had was yep. <laughs> because of you? That's where it all Do you guys started. Still sneak beers into the theater. I don't go to the theater at all. I, I went to the no. theater. Today. It's not a weird, it's a weird Andrew thing. Andrew doesn't brag pay about. for things. I'm not bragging. I'm just no, stating it. <laughs> no, you're bragging. <laughs> you want to end it there? I, I mean, I honestly don't know how that, that'll be the hard part is finding the endings. We'll have to do this. Will have to be a multiple part. I think. Series. I think There's our next recording. Let's do two not like not quest specific. We can tell stories. Hundred percent. Okay, so here's what we'll do. I'm gonna make the executive decision. We're gonna go ahead and make this a two parter. So we'll take a break in just a second. This is gonna be part one, and then we'll pick up the next time with part two. Sound good? I'm gonna be honest. At the end of these, I'm always kind of like, huh? End scene. Take five. We're at an hour right now. Wow. That's our episode. No, there's so much on the cutting room floor. Let's take five. Thank you guys for listening. We'll pick back up with part two very, very soon. See you.